everybody. Welcome to Yeah But Still Live. Well, this is not the live podcast, but we are in D- D.C. right now. Hotel hotel pod. We got Brandon here. We got Andy Haynes. And we got Felix Biederman. Yo. Boy, are we tired Jam- from Jamel could um Jamel couldn't be here. He's like... He's doing he's family it, stuff or something. He's in Virginia. Yeah. He said he's got to go hang out with people with kids. Oh, man. There's nothing like, you know, performing a live podcast and then that after party. Nothing like... The pod tour after parties, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Oh I'm yeah, beat. yeah. Just sort of. S- I'm so tired <laughs> from watching Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hotel couch. Watching Reservoir Dogs and then going to one open mic. Not <laughs> drinking. And then going to Old Ebbett Grill. Yeah. <laughs> Which oh, that's is where you guys went, dude. It was actually that was the best part of the night. Man. Because Old Ebbett Grill. Oh like, yeah, yeah. That was good. You've you've been right. No. Well, you know about it, right? I know about it. Yeah, yeah like congressmen either and shit. Like, and it's open all night, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that it was like open late. Did uh, Did you guys get the crab cakes? Um, no, no I don't. Oh God, that's I what might, they're famous for. I might want to go back. We had a hilariously stupid night. I might, yeah. might want to I mean, go we're back all there, too. Know. We like, yeah. Ebbet Grill was like it was the happiest I ever was to see a place like that. Yeah, we, me too. We, Dupont Circle is. Probably the shittiest place in America. That oh, was right. so that's dark. Where the, that's where that Mike, which was, by the way, I do in retrospect, it was like dumb of us to go to an open mic after. Right. Like I had like I had a six thirty like I had the six thirty stand up show at the Kennedy Center, the eight o'clock live podcast. Both went very well, and then I was like, you know what? I want to like I want to go do five minutes. <laughs> That's the play at like a uh, at a Dupont Circle bar. It's to the like curse of stand drunk freaks. Where you're always like, oh, a set. And yeah, then you always ruin a night <laughs> by yeah, going <laughs> to the worst show last. Well, yeah, right, that was like, I was very puzzled by the decision by you. <laughs> we were kind of on autopilot honest, at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, no, it was like a super dumb decision. But we knew that Jamel was going to be there, and like, I was eager to go anywhere because we were literally sitting on a couch watching TV. Yeah, I was we, were, ready, we were doing that. I was but, ready to drink a cold beer somewhere. But Brandon got his Shack Shake. Yeah. Brandon shake got Shack Shake. That, shack. See, that's where I knew everything was going to fall apart. Once I got we were like, all right, let's you roll, went, boys. You went, you you like, went, Brandon, I got Postmates yeah. on the way. Brandon, <laughs> for me. Brandon fucking cowboyed because I was like, shit, I could eat. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he was like, Brandon just ordered a single sandwich. Shake <laughs> we were all talking about burger, how we were hungry no enough fries. to eat. Yeah. <laughs> just a burger. Yeah. Just a shroom. Just a fucking just Shake a Shack. Twenty-five dollar one one burger. Well, I I don't know. I I think I. Well, I turned to you, I and I was just like, "Oh, Andy, like, do you want to eat?" And you're like, I, "Yeah, I'm good." And then I was just sort of like. All right, like I can't ask this the question room, twice. The more. room has been spoken for. <laughs> we, like, you were the only one that realized we weren't describing going out to get food. Right, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going rogue. <laughs> right now, I'm um, trying to figure out where Dupont Circle is in the pentagram of DC. It's the center. Oh, right, the center of the yeah. pentagram. It's the center, yeah. It's so the, it is of it's course right, it's, it's the, the most satanic the part. It's the most satanic. No, place. Dupont Circle is so fucking satanic. This dude. is satanic architecture no, in this was, city. Yeah. So, okay, so Dupont Circle, if you don't know it, it's just like, it's just it's, a bunch yes. of like fake dive bars called like. Ghouligans and uh, <laughs> then just like shitty clubs you walk by and you just hear Pitbull blaring but yeah. it's not ironic no yeah, it's every really like every it. bar like ev- there was like a specific block where I me- remember we were like we had just smoked weed 
Jack yeah. was I I have seen Jack be high maybe like twice in yeah. my life. And we're we're walking by the we're, Drake mode last night. Yeah, we're oh, it's the first time I'm high. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm sorry mama I had to do it to him. Do you we're, ever get nervous? I heard you <laughs> fuck your girl. Is it I, true? I heard you fucked your girlfriend. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Did you really rumors that Lil Wayne had to deal with in his career? Lil Wayne, did you really fuck your? (laughs) Really have sex with your girlfriend? (laughs) Um, Yeah, we were walking by this one block, and it was just like one bar was like blasting shots, LMFAO, and then like immediately like Usher, Lil John, yeah, yeah, like just every about all those bars is that they all have like a. I think it's like six to ten if you go in and you spend like I think it's like forty dollars. It's open bar. What? So that's why all those bars are so packed. That should be fucking illegal. Yeah, yeah I, like all those bars have this open bar. Wait, six to so ten. So I can't get I can't get fucking mango jewel pods, but these sixty year olds who work for the Treasury Department and these like young Brett Kavanaugh's could just like li- just forty dollars yeah. drink to their heart's content. It's like literally the only thing they're good at because it's oh like, yeah because oh because that was because we were walking around at like one thirty yeah and there was. There were like so many people that actually did feel I, my like my experience. Hell. I hit two hits of a DC joint and yes. I got really high off of two hits of weed, and then it immediately turned into my experience was like if David Lynch directed a movie about <laughs> not modern nightclubs. Yeah, it was like yeah. I was passing benches where it was like three guys wearing the same all black like dress clothes, with their heads like in their knees. On a bench yeah. together, like passed out drunk. I wanted to get a photo. Position. It was like, and weird. then there was like an old lady with painted, like literally like a seven-year-old woman in a cocktail dress with painted-on eyebrows, smoking a long cigarette on the bench with those yeah. guys. <laughs> like but, the image was so yeah, cursed. Like, it was, it was like cursed, but it was, it like, it was a uh, very, like I wish I could, I could have like taken a photo, right? Because yeah. like. One guy was on one side, the other was on the other side, and it lined up perfectly. Oh, yeah. Right? It was like, like the painting in Goodfellas. Yes. One dog's looking that way, the other's <laughs> looking that way. This guy's like, what do you want with me? Just <laughs> <laughs> two, like, fucking, yeah, drunk, drunk, sad guys. It was a lot of, but you saw, like, a lot of men with their head in their hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a like, lot that of was, that. You, like, a lot of uh, people were hitting rock bottom on that street. A lot of people hitting rock bottom, and then, like, once we escaped that, immediately there was like that car with like uh, it's got what are the wings like in the back called? Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, he's got like a spoiler on the oh back. Oh my god! And he like he like fucking like sp- like slammed into we that saw, median. Like, a drunk driver wreck his street racer. Yeah, he like oh, wow. yeah. yeah, but he had no median. sense of urgency. Like he yeah. fucking yeah. ate shit on the curb and then just like sat there for a minute and he's like. Um, adulting. Yeah, <laughs> like slowly backed up. Yeah, that would be like the slowest reverse. Like, drunk like The real world. version of Fast and the Furious would be Dominic Toretto just <laughs> drunk driving and like crashing his car yeah. in DC. <laughs> be like, oh fuck, this is me three grand. I missed so much. I went home and watched Dateline and ate peanut butter and crackers. That sounds good. Like low risk, low reward. Yeah, we did. We made it out. Yeah, we did. Like. We walked through DuPont Circle for like 20 minutes, just seeing like the lowest of humanity. Did you see any Q nods really at the Ebbet, old Ebbets Grill? Mm. Oh, any what? Is Q, that connected? Like, you know, Q. Isn't, the, isn't no. Q one man? Oh, oh, no, we didn't see any QAnon shit. <laughs> there was no like senators making deals. No, you gotta go, you gotta go while like Congress is in session. Yeah, uh, they probably have like a secret steakhouse they go to. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Moscow Mitch is <laughs> being gay right. with his Russian equivalent. You yeah. know, somewhere underground. Yeah. yeah, I'd like an eight ounce filet mignon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did? Wink, wink. That being said, we I'd say we did a really good job at the Kennedy Center. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. good. good. I, we did good. I don't know if the Kennedy Center... I think it was... There was laughs throughout. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone, I mean, no, was, no, everyone was, was well. I don't know if John F. Kennedy's ghost approved of yeah. our... He would love that. We were doing a lot of cum jokes. A lot of yeah, he was, he jerking was, off material. JFK Jr. loved it. He was in the back. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, in the yeah. back. He was wearing his fedora. He was there with Q. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they were cracking up. Yeah, no, it was No, it, was it went fun. well. Andy, you were... I mean, you stole the show, in my opinion. Oh, you had thanks, some, man. You had some zingers. Some heaters. You were owning. Yeah. I definitely... Uh, What's that? What was that Pringles can line? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> when Brandon talked about uh, uh, rotisserieing me with him <laughs> and his dad, and I said, I'm just like a Pringles can with two lids. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was yeah, like that'll, th- be, that'll be on the Patreon that, this yeah, week. Uh, that will be on Patreon. We'll put the live episode up there. But that was also the moment where I'm like, I can't believe we're doing this at the Kennedy Center for Performing Arts right now. It and is like, yeah, <laughs> take it, like, take the it. Declaration of Independence is and framed. Also take, it, take it from me. Think about me, right? Okay. New York Times bestseller, got an award from Yale, documentary, documentary and scriptwriter. Technically, all things I've done. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, I just go, I, the first words I said at the Kennedy Center were... I feel like the white offset <laughs> because it's just like you can't ever slow down. You can't ever see if you slow down and notice everything around you mm-hmm. and you're like, see, that's why I think imposter syndrome's made up because it just should be your reaction yeah. to everything. You're just like, yeah, no one. It's like Clint Eastwood says in Unforgiven deserves has nothing to do with it. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You just got to keep going, baby. Yeah. Ever, ever thought about this, uh, folks? Yeah, maybe if you have uh, imposter syndrome, maybe you're just a loser. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe you're just a fucking loser. Well, you actually, I think if you don't have imposter syndrome, you're a sociopath. Like, to think that you show up at the Kennedy Center and be like, this seems right. No, yeah, you're either either a loser or a sociopath. (laughs) Yeah. Those but you're the, also a yeah. loser if you're crippled by your uh, imposter syndrome. This like, might, right. this sure. might be uh, not old hat to you guys, but I also thought it was funny that they nobody said a thing about you guys jeweling throughout the Kennedy we Center. Were fucking, oh, we, yeah. Were yeah. Well, we got yelled at at first. Some guy was like, some guy like erupted. He's like, what? Where's this? What's this smoke? What's the smoke? In the room. Oh no, he wasn't. He wasn't mad at us. He was just worried. Well, we eventually. Yeah, he was worried that the building was on fire because Brandon hit his jewel and like blew it in the air. <laughs> I, we I burned the jewel for a too second, hard. We were like, oh, are we about to get in huge trouble here at the Kennedy Center for vaping? Yeah, but, no. It was. He was just concerned that the building was like on fire because yeah. it was new. Or something. <laughs> Did the microphones were shorting and yeah, fire. yeah. <laughs> that was the most like twelve years old I felt in a while of like. I was like, I'm look, I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure who owns the Kennedy Center, if it's like the government or like, yeah, just like everyone who is in Jeffrey Epstein's social registry. I'm not <laughs> sure. But I was like, oh, sh- am I going to get fucking arrested for jeweling in the <laughs> yeah. Kennedy Center? Right. Like, I haven't felt that way in so long, like yeah. as an adult. Yeah, like it's it was literally just us like. In the in the artist lounge, like ripping jewel and like drinking diet coke, yeah, and being like, oh man, are we gonna get fucking arrested? <laughs> yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. rock star shit, bro. Yeah. Damn, EXO tour life. Yeah, the show's literally free. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> free the show. show is like, it's it, like the show. You know, it's sold out, but it's like 
it's a 175 capacity room and the show was free (laughs) yeah so it was all people that like everybody there did come out on purpose but like the stakes were pretty low for them yeah you know like it's a very free show yeah it's funny to me that like all the other things are like you know grammy winning jazz performers Mm -hmm. right you know operas and stuff no operas. yeah literally like opera and the ballet and right and talks for like you know probably like sustainability or prison recidivism. and then we get up there and we're like wait how about this you get a boner and don't jack it off yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that, how about that everyone everyone who performs at the kennedy center like under an arts capacity they are like it's someone from silver springs who like <laughs> learned something for 12 years that six thousand people in the entire world like right yeah <laughs> and you know we just look it's populist it's like there's a left case for what us performing there well that's exactly what our podcast well it's a half of the i mean half of like the comedy stuff on the in by the way i think the the festival was super fun and i it was great yeah i had like a really good time at the stand-up show also at like 6 30 but uh I like half of the comedy stuff at the Kennedy Center like festival thing that they do is like not even like fun, like on purpose not funny. Yeah. Where it's like a serious discussion with Patton Oswalt regarding joke writing. <laughs> <And> it's like <laughs> Yo, very shout out like to, oh, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Patton. We ran into Patton backstage like yeah. Patton just like he was there. He came dapped us up. White it, Migos. That was like that we was came cool. and dapped Felix up. No, th- <laughs> Uh, well, that you know yeah. why that was important because it showed like I think the and then people he was like, the, oh, I guess we follow each other, to me, yeah, and like that was the extent of it, really. He didn't dap us all up. <laughs> he dapped, he dapped <laughs> me up too. I, he yeah, said, I Jack, guess. I love you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. You're the realest fucking person I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, You're so loyal. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, yeah no, Patton Oswalt turned to me and he said, Jack, you are so loyal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can tell what you're saying right now is real because you're fucking saying it. No, that was good. I was glad he did that because I felt like before that the people who worked at the Kennedy Center just did have like sheer contempt for us. And then mm-hmm. like it was like, well, look who knows me. And then right. they were nice. They were like, I think they warmed up up to us. Like they weren't like rude to us, but I could mm-hmm. tell that they were just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then like yeah. they were like, all right, I guess like someone of some repute like knows knows these guys yeah they probably thought we were like some senator's kid yeah yeah i think that's the vibe we gave off yeah i think it's funny that like people get mad that like milo speaks at harvard but nobody throws a fit that we talk about uh putting cum in plastic baggies at the (laughs) (laughs) the (laughs) milo speaks at harvard i got an award Uh, from yale yeah like (laughs) i have an honorary uh degree from brown Oh shit! But I, I, yeah, oh, yeah like I they gave that. me an honorary degree, but I fucking lost it. Damn, oh, I don't man. know. It's somewhere. I don't know. I should just like. You should apply for jobs with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's that's pretty cool. You I, do? Does that mean you have a college degree now? Yeah, it's like a, it's some sort of like STEM shit too. Like I forgot what the major was, but it was some STEM shit. They just <laughs> give they you a give math you a degree? degree in fucking biochemistry. Yeah, like <laughs> it was like some it was some wild shit. So I I gotta apply to be a scientist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, become a perfusionist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brandon <laughs> is humble. Yeah, what is that? 
Is that a, what's that? What is that? One of our friends is a perfusionist. Yeah. One of our good friends. What does yeah, it mean? Our clo- our close Wait, Chris Lovell. Chris Lovell. <laughs> is that a Chris Lovell joke? His name is Chris. Is humble. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is a perfusionist? What do they? They control. They work, they work on a like a heart rate on like monitor. a blood transfusion machine. Oh I yeah. Think. Yeah. They like monitor it or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they it's do a the surgery. job. No, yeah, that means they run the surgery. Right, he said I make fifty k a surgery. And it's like that's <laughs> not true, man. Damn, that might be true. No, it's not. No. Have you ever gotten a big surgery? Well, Every we're day. not. Well, the, we're talking about a specific guy who's lying. We're talking about a guy who's lying. When I got, I had to get like my, I broke my femur, and I had to get like a, you know, like a rod and all that stuff. And it was like the bill after everything was like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Jesus, yeah, but like it, it's not like it's not like a fucking, it's not like a commission. Like I'm sure like the surgeon makes a pretty penny from it, but like the guy who, perfusionist is a great job and they make really good money, but it's not like. Oh, there was a big score this surgery. Here's yeah. your 50k bonus. <laughs> like, I don't think it works in cash. Yeah, I don't think it works that way. Sick perfusion. <laughs> you nailed it. Anyway, boys, do you want to talk oh. about how you got um, heated, slut shamed? Yeah, yeah, you did get slut shamed last night. I yeah, oh yeah, fucking last night after. That's the thing is the the vibes were so strong at these shows. I felt so great about the the stand up show and the the live pod stand up show where my my parents were there. Yeah, which my I mean, well, we we talk about it on the live pod. Whatever, get it. Just listen to the live pod later this week. But shows went well. We come back to the hotel. I'm feeling good, and then Jack Knight texts me like group text with like me and Zach Fox. Right? He goes, "Dude, I'm at this show and this girl just." This girl on stage just goes, my biggest L.A. credit is that I fucked Brandon Wardell. And he was like, <laughs> I was like, who the who the fuck? What? And like, sent me sent me a picture. I figured out who it was. But I immediately was obviously so annoyed. Right. Yeah. Like we, that, we've like hooked yo, up. One, we, I hope nobody knows I have sex with girls. Yeah. But like, no. <laughs> I mean, no. that's just like a wild dude. That is why. Like, imagine if the reverse, though. Like I don't want them to. I know. I. It's cool that I have sex. You know, whatever. Sex is cool. I don't need people to know specifically who. Yeah. And I, I also don't need. Like I just don't need. Like imagine the reverse. It also does. Like it lowers your capital. You know. Mm-hmm. It's like when everybody started getting iPhones, you're like, oh, they're not that. Special. Right. You yeah. Know? I'm just mad that she stole one of my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. It's just like imagine if like a a male comic said that about any female comic. That would be wild. Yeah. yeah imagine. A, imagine imagine if drum. I was like, yeah, my biggest LA credit is that I fucked Paula Poundstone. <laughs> oh, I was literally <laughs> gonna go with Paula Poundstone. That actually oh, would be great. A tight credit. Would be <laughs> It was fucked up of Chelsea Handler to do that to you, bro. Yeah. In the yeah. new special, too. I know. Yeah. Why did yeah. she? It's in the that, middle of her woke special. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she, that's how she opens. Uh, are you? Wait, are you there? Wait, what is it? Hello, are you, are you, Hello, are you there? Privilege. privilege? Yeah. It's me, Chelsea. It's so cool that everyone yeah. who's like tweet like. I feel like we're in this weird period uh, where like older millennials and younger Xers, like those comedians yeah. who like got on Twitter in two thousand nine, and all their tweets were like. I'd rape Hitler, but condoms are for Jews. Hashtag winning. Yeah. Like, all their tweets right. are like that until like 2014. And then it's just like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, like her whole thing was just like bring out the Mexican midget. Exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. literally about the Mexican to say midget on your show. She was like, right. yeah. She did really edgy humor. Wasn't that her whole thing? Her whole thing was like, I don't give a shit about that old shit. Like, no, I don't like, care. Every, I don't give a shit. But it no. is. It is funny that like instead of just being like. All right, well, like culture shifted, and I guess I can't like do that as much. They they just Im- go as hard as they overcorrect, the yeah. yeah, yeah, and th- like their whole that they make it their whole thing. Yeah, it's it's just like yeah, this shit sucks. I don't want to like hear you talk about that, to right? Me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like literally, like I, like not from you. Also, I don't there's know. no way like there. There's no way Chelsea Handler fans like that, right? No. Like, there's no way they like that. It's all like of suburban, like, like wine moms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like imagine being like, like for for years now, you've like, once a year, you've gone to like the local theater, right? You've gone to like whatever like the local two thousand plus cap venue is to see Chelsea Handler tell like stories about being drunk. Yeah. And then one day you show up, and then she's like. I'd like to address my white privilege. <laughs> like, Chelsea, hey, how about addressing white wine? Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea Handler makes comedy for people who get their credit card info stolen because they installed a program in their computer that makes them look like a character in Archer. <laughs> <laughs> and those people like don't want to come out. And, like, just, they don't want to see her just go like, this is a message to black women and black women only. I love right. you. Like, well, what yeah, the I'll break down. The, none of them are at like, the, none of them are at your show. Everyone in your crowd looks like Lehman's born. I'll like, break down the, uh, out. the Chelsea Handler fan is uh, gay men that live in an area that is too, uh, that ha- doesn't have enough gay men in it so that they are just asexual by like geography. <laughs> yeah. And then women that got divorced at 28. <laughs> 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 and they're doing their eat, pray, love, but not really leaving the greater Milwaukee area. Yeah, <laughs> that is the Chelsea yeah, handler. And it's like, I don't see why like that comedy, like they should just have comedy for those people. Like, I think like, no, absolutely. One, one of the like underexamined consequences of the streaming economy and the way the media is now is like just everyone has to do everything for everybody somehow. So you just yeah. get this w- weird fucking cultural admixture of like. Yeah, like uh, uh, now Chelsea Handler has to ad- address our nation's legacy of slavery, and it's like, why? Why does she? Need yeah, to you do don't that? have to do that. <laughs> Nobody asked for yeah, this. You, somebody because, else. Because it's like because everything has to be everything has to ex- uh, exhibit constant growth and constant exponential growth on profit, and everything has to be bigger and bigger and bigger every year. And you can't just you can't just be fine like just making comedy for your audience and making really good money that way and the streaming service making really good money. No, everything has to be a major cultural phenomenon that everyone watches and no one really likes it. No one's I really think right. it's, I think it's actually damaging because it's like everybody feels like there's nothing like nothing like resonates nothing right. like sits there it's like one week you're watching Mindhunter and everybody's like whoa fucking <laughs> Mindhunter yeah. and then the next week it's like did you see this documentary about how the government is uh cloning us you know and it's just every fucking week a new thing right anyways I got sincere there no no I mean I think that wait, are are you saying like our I'm, I think it's bad there's too much like our brains are like oversaturated yeah like yeah, absolutely. You know, like yeah. it used to be like a Ken Burns eight part documentary would come out and everybody would sit on that for a yeah. year. I yeah, was we used just to watch one documentary a year. 
And that that made us feel smart. Yeah. Right. Have you guys seen the Ken Burns country music doc? No, I'm sure it's great. It is really good. The first you guys, everybody needs to watch this. It's it's it is very good, but the first episode is very jarring. the The type of racism that's tied to country music, <laughs> and it's like told very matter of factly too. There's no like tone of voice from the narrator where it's like acknowledging that it's fucked up, but it's just like literally like the first line is just like. The first fiddle shows were at KKK rallies. <laughs> like, kind of people be like, back then, people just handed them fiddles down from their grandpappy, and they didn't have many plays to play. They had to play at the KKK rallies. <laughs> they wanted music. People wanted to dance. <laughs> and so much blackface. Yeah, of course. Like, so yeah, much. Wow. I mean, that's episode one, but it's like... Yeah. I mean, it's just weird because the narrator is acknowledging it, just doesn't acknowledge how fucked up it is. Nobody does. Yeah, yeah. nobody's... And it's weird to think that anybody would think otherwise, though. You know, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. country music had some com- kind of like benign origin. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I know. I I wish. I well, I wish it didn't open with Ken Burns in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing the one time he shows. Yeah, the one time he's yeah. like, yeah. Usually I just narrate this shit, but <laughs> he's soft shoeing. <laughs> oh. So uh, how do you feel? Are you uh, are you shaken or oh, you by the your heat two moment? It's just weird for somebody to uh, do a set at the Virgil in Los Angeles. Do you think you're like, gonna? That's why I have a lot of are friends. You gonna call your shooters? Uh, oh, yeah, my. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna call my slimes on you. <laughs> um, I think that's why a lot of comics I know choose uh, one headshot hookups. Oh, what does that What's mean? That? Only one headshot in the hookup. Oh, oh, that's like a smart move. I think I'm just gonna not hook up with that's comedians that's some L.A. Ever. shit. I've yeah, never that heard is it. Most LA shit. <laughs> yeah, one headshot hookups. I mean, yeah. do they have to ask people if they have headshots before they do that? Then I think it's just like I. I think it it, I, it particularly applies to comedy. I yeah. think it's like don't hook up with other comics. It's too small of a community. Every, it's so incestuous yeah. already. It's just like a, it's yeah. good. It's good boundaries. You can't have your shit looking Obviously. like the wall of a hot dog place, you yeah. know, with all the autographs, <laughs> all the endorsements. But obviously in L.A., like it's you know you're gonna hook up with actors or other creatives, so that's like not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, it's a good rule. Yeah, you've been, you've married you've married. A I've comic. married an actor comedian. Yeah, yeah, and it was a it was a messy divorce <laughs> <laughs> covered by all the tabloids. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when you Google my name, she's one of the sub sub Googles. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Damn, damn. So that's yeah, that's 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 just sort of an Easter egg for the listeners at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, we're not gonna say her name, but if you Google Andy Haynes, you could find my you're ex-wife. gonna you're gonna find my ex wife. <laughs> but also, when I dated another comic, they tried to put me on her reality show. Do you remember? that? Oh my god! Actually, can we talk? Can we talk about that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, your ex was on an oxygen show called Funny Girls. Yeah. Oh boy. Which is like it was I watched all of it. <laughs> like I watched Why? all of it because it was <laughs> really bad. It was no, like I watched it like as a joke. Like I it was like one of those shows that like you're like, "Oh, this sucks. I'm going to watch every single fucking yeah. episode." I'm going to buy this on DVD. Yeah. But the reason There's why they epi- wanted me on was because um, oh yeah I had gotten curbed by another girl on, on Funny Girls, and oh. so they wanted they wanted to bring up that drama. Oh, yeah. that like you got curved by another cast member, and then you're dating another one. Yeah, 
That's so. There was that. There was like so a funny, funny girls alum it. on the the stand up show yesterday, where I like she was like walking by and I was like, oh hey, good. I was like being polite. I was like, good set. And then she's like, hey, thanks. Like she was like she thought I was just like some rando. And I, I was don't know like, who it was. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That's hilarious. Yeah, she was on Funny Girls, dude. I was like, I was just being polite because we were on the same show. And she just thought you and, were a normie. And she was just <laughs> acting like I was some fucking rando. She just act- thought you were a guy that watched all every episode, yeah, every of, episode Funny of Funny Girls. Girls. <laughs> and that's why Funny you know Girls, her. yeah, Funny Girls on Oxygen was like wild because it was like I remember a massive plot on the show is uh is like one of the girls really wants to get booked at the Kibitz room at Cancer's Deli. <laughs> That's the drama. That's part right. of the drama. That's like a big. That's like a big drama moment. Like that's part of the drama that I was involved in. Right. It's oh, really? That girl. Yeah. It's yeah. So there's like a big. So one of the girls on Funny Girls on Oxygen, she was she ran, runs a show at Cantor's Deli, right? Yeah. Uh, the the deli in, deli, in yeah. Fairfax, yeah. And like, it's a show at the kids' room that like is, that, it's not like a. I it's mean, not it's a like bad a. Show, it's, it's not a bad it's show. Not a it's just show. like a show that like. 20 people show up show I mean, up it's to. at a deli yeah yeah but like the the like crux of the episode like the the main source of drama is that one of the other funny girls <laughs> wants to get <laughs> booked <laughs> at Cantor's deli and she she can't get booked at Cantor's deli and, and uh, it's I like a she, whole thing they where make her do like an audition set or yeah something? <laughs> where she like shows up to like haha cafe in burbank or whatever does a set and like bombs and then it's like the other comic being like i just i I don't think she's ready for cantor's (laughs) i don't think she's ready for the kibitz room i don't think she's ready for the kibitz room at cantor's deli is that a thing like do people do 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 people there's shows that people do like vet you for but this is not the show that you get vetted for. Oh man. This was reality yeah. television oh, producer. It was like manufactured drama. Yeah. Oh no. It's like a really it's um yeah, funny girls on oxygen oxygen, man. I, I feel like not enough people saw it. Yeah, it's got they're gonna do a reboot and a marathon. <laughs> How about get back in the mix. They gotta do a um uh, funny girls for men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they got to do a funny girls reboot, but it's all funny men. guys. Funny, yeah, funny guys. It's like Brandon. I really would love to do the satellite sometime, <laughs> and you're like, all right, meet me in Glendale. <laughs> There's a bar show that I want to watch you go up on. We'll see if you're ready. Yeah, god damn. It's a yeah. That show was so funny. That show is embarrassing, man. Everything's embarrassing. Everything's yeah. really Everything embarrassing. Everything in comedy is embarrassing. Com- there's so much embarrassing shit in comedy. It's like you go and you meet people that are like reverent of what you do. Right. And they're like, oh man, I couldn't do what you could do. And you're like, th- you think it's because of fear and why you really couldn't do is because you have self-respect. Right. <laughs> you meet truly the most desperate fucking people. It's also like we were talking about it with the open mic last night. Yeah. It's the most disparate. Like, yeah, this is like a thing that's still it's it's starting to change because people are starting to find like through streaming and podcasts like like this, like niche audience right yeah but there's before like, that yeah it was, it was melee like I'll, I'll do gigs where i will go i've been hired to do a weekend at a club and yeah. every single person hates me yeah and it's and they're mad and i'm like did you 
did you like look at what I do before you came here? Yeah. Because comedy is just this thing that people you go, hey, we're going to go to stand up comedy tonight. And nobody ever goes like, well, what is it? Nobody's yeah. like, oh, let's go to movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go see. Let's, let's go, go see to music movie theaters. Go see movie. <laughs> old people do that. <laughs> I guess old. I people remember. Do I that. remember working in a movie theater, and I would have like the matinee shifts, and like yeah. old people would show up and be like, "Hmm, what's good?" Right? Like they would like want me to suggest a movie. Like they just pulled up no plan. They just were like, well, let's go see a picture. You were like, you I know? heard I heard this film <laughs> Irreversible is pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that is the most hardcore normal person shit. Yeah. No, oh, I, I cherish my time in a movie theater. You get to, I mean, first of all, you, when you work tickets, you're like trapped in a booth, like a glass booth with total freaks. Right. I mean, it's like, I worked at an AMC, so it was, there's tons of people that work there. And a huge luck of the draw in terms of like, you could be working with a crazy person in that booth or a cool person. Sometimes when when you were when you'd like have like a really busy day in the um, movie theater ticket booth, right? Um, at the end of the day, would you be like, "Man, I really snapped in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> I really snapped in the booth back. I really blacked out in the booth." Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's cool to work at the booth at AMC and be like, "Yeah, I work in uh, the entertainment industry." In the <laughs> I'm in the I am <laughs> like involved in the business aspect. <laughs> <laughs> the management there tr- acts like that. It is that's like, so they cool. Have that ego trip. That would be cool if uh, Quentin Tarantino ran the booth sometimes at New Beverly Cinema. Yeah. <laughs> you just go up to see the movie and he's just selling you tickets, but he's coked up out of his mind. How like how would the managers act like that? Like how just would, like huge divas and like way too much respect for like I don't know, kind of like. Like they would get a big movie in and they would kind of act like there was an actual premiere happening, you know, <laughs> Yeah. and like too much, just like too much uh, respect for the rule. I mean, I got fired for like not cutting my hair like they like oh, wow. and it wow. was shorter than how I have it now. Yeah. But it was just like, yeah, I don't know. I It was too long ago to even kind of remember. But there was just such a wide range of freaks. The, the worst one would be like I would get trapped in the booth with this girl who is like a very specific type of like homeschooled nerd. You know, yeah, where they're both very weird. And this is Greater Chicago area. Yeah, yeah, the a combination of very weird and extremely confident because they've never yes. been bullied for their interests. Yeah, and like, like not ashamed at all about their horse, their horse. No, interests. yeah, yeah, and like she was, she wasn't mean, but like I would get in there and it would be a six-hour shift, and she would just be like, "Yeah, I went LARPing with my family this weekend," and I'd be like, "What's LARPing?" And then I would hear. For six hours out here, every single thing that happened, wow, the LARP trip with her family, and it would just be like six hours straight of me doing that, and she would not stop talking <laughs> like while we sold tickets. I kind of, I mean, I look back, cherish those. It hardens you. Did you say something about horse girls? Yeah, that I mean, that sounds like very much like horse girls were confident because there they, was yeah, they, horse yeah. In, they lived in a world where they were like they probably killed it in their horse game, right? And the, you know, they you know they're 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 combing horses they're like that's like that would yeah. give you a lot of confidence anybody in the i went court. to yeah i went to a high school with horse girls yeah and they have the long ponytail you know they're going and yeah. they're dealing with like livestock and then they yeah. come into this world and they're like Ugh, these kids don't know anything <laughs> and then it like college hits and they realize that they've set up no skills to right. you know yeah. yeah well i mean the main uh, the main dominant trait of a horse girl is that their parents bought them a fucking horse right yes, you know true <laughs> like, yeah which is insane when there's like celeb horse uh, bella hadid is a horse girl yeah 
I well, I, th- I feel like she has a fleet of horses. Yeah, yeah. that's that's different. Like that's like sure. that's like calling like Lady Godiva a horse girl. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> it's like that. Just like yeah, it happens to be something you have when you're like ultra loaded, like right. Billionaire shit. Yeah, but when like, your dad like yeah, her dad also bought her. Yeah, like face, all of so, the Rothschilds yeah. are horse girls. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I mean, yeah. like technically, yeah, John D. Rockefeller was a train boy. Yeah, but the, that's just because he like owned. Yeah, trains. the, co- yeah. the, <laughs> the yeah. yeah, the Coke brothers are horse girls. <laughs> yeah, that's like I the, just thought about. I just thought of a guy Coke who's. Brothers are horse <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Coke brothers are horse girls, dude. I just thought about. <laughs> I I just thought about some guy that's like um, it's like. Yeah, man, I just I just fucked a horse girl, but he uh, just fucked a female horse. There's a certain type of rich, like that's a an extra echelon higher when you have like staff working at like you have like a horse barn, but that you go to right. sometimes. I'm not necessarily like because in in Seattle there would be like horse girls, and they were like they're their dad was probably like a very well-off contractor or like ran like a plumbing company or something like, like they were loaded, but it wasn't like they were still like working class mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like maybe renting a horse. And the girl like probably also had some clothes that her mom made. You yeah. Know what I mean, like very much <laughs> like a backpack. Like they also had like an adolescence too. Right. Cause they like had been separated from all the, like they went and did horse shit on the weekend. Yeah. They didn't go to parties. Oh right. yeah. I think to become a horse girl, you have to, it, it doesn't count if you live in like Montana or something. Yeah. You're not a horse girl then if it's like a place that makes sense where a horse is. If it's only right. Being a horse right. girl is weird when you're like in middle school and they go up and do their speech about like what they did on the weekend and they're talking about a horse right. and you're like, where the fuck are you riding a horse? <laughs> right. Like yeah. literally, where is there a horse within yeah. 100 miles of here? <laughs> like where are you riding this? Like that's what makes it weird. <laughs> yeah, I was a like because I was like a skier. It, it's that weird thing where you choose a lane that is far away from everybody. I was like probably one of the best skiers in Seattle. Okay. But you can't get any pussy from a sport <laughs> that is 100 miles away. Like, because nobody's going to see you be nice on the hill. Right. You, yeah. urban, print, you have to print out pics of you doing jumps. <laughs> I literally <laughs> would try to get people to watch videos at parties. I'd yeah. be like, watch this. And they'd be like, no. It's just you skiing really good down the <laughs> Yeah. It'd be like me doing like tricks in a park. Or yeah. Also, like, it's you, like, it, when you're skiing, you've got so much stuff on, like, can't even tell it's you no, yeah. <laughs> necessarily. Yeah. Like it's just a guy wearing a lot of clothes you don't and even goggles. Wear a number, you right? <laughs> that's <laughs> like, not a bad idea to just steal pro clips. And yeah, just you post can them yeah, on the gram. No you can one, just play yeah. a video of any guy skiing. Yeah, this is me like, in Alaska last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no that's one me. knows enough about skiing to be like, oh, oh, that's a that's <laughs> Throm Throm Grommelskull, the the <laughs> Danish champion. Yeah, you fucking liar. Well, that's the Michael Jordan of forty five degree downhill. I mean, did whatever. you know any like ski girls? I did, but here's the problem: any, any snow bunnies? There's like one girl for every eight guys, so it was a really oh, competitive yeah. market. Yeah, fucking uh, my kind of ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's the type of shit I get into. <laughs> that's the type of shit I like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever talk? Hell no! I, hell no! I'm not. I'm not spending one-on-one time with these fucking females. <laughs> Eight of my friends can't come. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that shit. I'm, dude. I'm not with any commitment. If I'm fucking you, seven other people are too. Seven me. other professional skiers. <laughs> also got a smash in this cabin. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of that though a lot of like p- 
people piling into cabins because like yeah. one kid's dad would have a cabin right and like a dad always like buys a cabin and then they go there like twice a year so it's just empty yeah and then you know you'd have like eight dudes and two girls and two people would hook up and everybody would just like sit there pretending to sleep having to listen to two people hook up brutal, brutal. that's what Monta- yeah. i went to school in montana for one year and it was like that there was yeah. like the guy to girl yeah. ratio was so fierce and i was like i still had heavy virgin energy so i wasn't even like in the running like i was not yeah i i looked around first couple weeks and i'm like i'm not trying to play this game that is the worst feeling in high school is when just like people like you know people who are like they're having like teen drama they're feeling bad all the time and you're like i could not be further removed from the i'm not even like <laughs> yeah. at risk of oh you did it r- did you uh fuck as a teen no not really no no, no same yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I well you to, were you were you were popping off but anyway. i didn't i didn't uh i had like weird hang-ups because i don't know why because i was raised by women or something i like thought sex was special waiting for it to be special I had respect <laughs> <laughs> but um i chose the path of i went to lake tahoe for my first two years of college and everybody yeah. the average age was 25 i was 18 i didn't have a fake id and there was one girl for every eight guys i was hardcore jacking off there was yeah. nothing i was mm-hmm. i literally and my friends would text me from like these crazy party schools like cal poly and they'd be mm-hmm. like dude we just had an orgy in our dorm and i'd be like <laughs> i saw a lady today yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it, did, did, did you like did you try to show girls videos of you jacking off yeah <laughs> <laughs> look yeah. how good i am at this I yeah, yeah, you're on the slopes <laughs> showing yeah. them videos of you jacking off <laughs> <laughs> so many guys got in like fights in our dorms con- like fist fights over girls i mean Jesus. i did dude I, I got in one and i wasn't even like chasing a girl i was like at there's very few parties, but every once in a while, you'd have to go to some cabin that's like 50 miles away into the wilderness. And I got like, I was talking, I literally asked some girl from my dorm, like, hey, where's the beer? I like leaned out the doorway to ask her that. And some guy like was that wanted to hook up with her or something just was like wasted and mad at me. And he like kicked a door into my head. Like my do- head was in the doorway and he kicked the door and it like knocked me out. What? And I like what? woke up in a car like driving home, <laughs> and later he pulled a gun on everybody, like a shotgun. Yes. It was his house. Whoa. He like kicked everybody out by like pulling a shotgun. Dude, that's sick. He's like, did John he still Wick. get laid? <laughs> 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 I like woke up so confused, and they like explained why he was mad, and I'm like, dude, I what? I was like asking her where like cups were or something. Imagine he, like, he, was trying to shotgun? he was like trying to steal. I like, thought I was trying to steal the girl that wasn't his, like that <laughs> type of guy, you know. Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, and a shotgun for sure. That type, shit was, that type of shit rocked. I miss that type of stuff. Yeah, that would be cool uh, to get into that stuff as like adults. Just, yeah, just you're at a bar and you're just talking to a girl, and <laughs> another guy's like, "I like that girl," and then you fight <laughs> yeah, outside. Yeah. Right. Just like fully in your thirties. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's men in their thirties. Yeah, you're in yeah. like suburban Fairfax at a <laughs> right. Bonefish Grill. Well, that's a, yeah, ju- yo, ju- yeah. You're just, at Hard Times Cafe. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, uh, that's what no, that's what those guys in Dupont Circle were doing though. The guys who were just like sitting on the bench, with their oh their yeah, hands, they were doing that as thirty year olds. Right, that's fucking tight. Yeah, they were like, they were as thirty year old adults who like probably work for the Department of Agriculture. Were like. Damn, some guy was talking to the girl I was talking to, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. All girls are the same. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> she told me it would take 10 minutes to break my heart. <laughs>
Yeah, the mix of people we saw last night was wild. It was all yeah, th- yeah. It really is the center of the pe- of the. It's Pentagram, a demonic man. city. Yeah, it, that awful. Dupont Circle is demonic, dude. And it's funny because also in that mix of government workers is you have all the embassy workers too, so you get this weird like international yeah. vibe. I would have been down yeah. to find some Saudi embassy people and partying. Yeah, that party was. That yeah. they're not that shit. They're balling out somewhere. Like I yeah. helicoptering somewhere. Right, they're doing. No, they're smoking hookah in like a just a suburb. They're I, all in Arlington. I feel like I feel like the stuff they do is either like it's super cool, like it's some fucking underground club where you have to give ten thousand dollars cash to go yeah. in, and they're just doing like cyber fentanyl mm-hmm. and having like fuck android orgies. Or they're just like thirty-seven-year-old men with with neck beards. Who they're are going like, to like Twin pl- Peaks, yeah. Who, who, are, who are like smoking hookah and playing Call of Duty and yeah. eating Twix, but like in inside a Boeing seven thirty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the only two. Th- like they either act like they either act like they're just the most elite, most insane nightlife, or they just act like how a 14 year year old would act if they had billions of dollars i could see them going to tilted kilt you yeah. Know what yeah oh what's tilted kilt it's so like a knockoff hooters but yeah. scottish theme yeah. oh yeah. nice yeah that's some i i the kilt think of it as an illinois thing but yeah. i know it's like a national thing well, yeah 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 tilted kilt is it's so funny because hooters dire. is like Hooters became super redeemable because they do have good wings. Like if yeah, you they like do wings, literally they have, have good like wings. top tier wings. Right. So there's a reason to go there besides yeah. like getting a boner and just sitting down and eating food. Right. But tilted kilt, it's like there's not really much excuse unless you want like a Monte Cristo sandwich or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like a super, yeah. Mm, I really need some Celtic food right <laughs> yeah. now and to see a bra. Dude, oh, dude, <laughs> dude I am going to get that French dip sandwich and then maybe like a gust of AC will blow <laughs> one of the kilts up. Right, that's fucking awesome. News. I, every uh, tilted kilt coming up on Google Maps is uh, permanent. Closed. Oh, oh wow. it's another thing Obama took from us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Twin Peaks, though? I'll check it out. Twin Peaks is that's like mountain themed. Yeah. It is weird that people were like, you know, I just want to do a Hooters spinoff and just do the exact same thing, but a different well, genre. Of did food. you hear like you, there was like that news story a couple months ago that uh, it was one of the like millennials are killing blank mm. things, but it was uh, it was about how. Like people are, people don't care about Hooters anymore, uh, and one of the things they said is that like y- younger people don't care about boobs as much. <laughs> or they just oh yeah, I kind of remember that, but it's like yeah no they could just they don't need to like go to a restaurant to see to a like boob. see cleavage yeah, <laughs> just yeah. literally yeah, like, Google boob right. <laughs> I do like the idea of the government doing like it's like a, a yeah. milk, milk council thing, but like for tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh what? Like just like it's like. You know, when like the beef council or the milk council is like, oh, yeah, like, they're, yeah. it's very healthy to consume this. But <laughs> yeah, they have their own lobbyists. Yeah, it's yeah. healthier than the, there's poop in the ass. <laughs> Get sick from it. Tits, babies literally eat from there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Hooters, the uh, the swimsuit issue of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. That's the one of the yeah. funniest things that's happened in America. Like that that was like a running joke in the '90s. Like. Oh, my dad's getting the swimsuit issue. I bet he's yeah. gonna jack off. <laughs> right. <laughs> God damn. I mean, it was a big deal. I remember my friend. It was getting a huge it. deal every February. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't. You don't need to go to Hooters because nowadays you can just um, Google cleavage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah or nowadays, just open Instagram. Yeah. You know? 
Like well, people, sure. People used to. Well, they you don't need uh, GGW anymore because the girls are going wild themselves <laughs> on their own on their own terms. Yeah, on we their calm fi- down. They're showing pussy on Finsta. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches be showing pussy well, on Finsta. Well, it's funny because like bro. it used to be like people would have like a calendar with a hot babe on it. Oh yeah, yeah. and like what? Well, just like, one hot babe. Yeah, think about the function month. of that now. Like you yeah. just look over and you're like. Yeah, All mm-hmm. right. babes are pretty awesome. I'm in an auto body shop. Yeah. It's like heavy military energy, like yeah. painting a sexy girl on a plane. Yeah. Well, it's heavy yeah. like yeah. over. Yeah, it's like, like heavy mm. like deployed military. Yeah. Ever like, jacked off, like he like ran out to the plane. Like oh, they were like, for sure jacking off to yeah, the plane. Yeah, yeah. But like they like he was like stuck on an aircraft carrier and just didn't have any porn, so he like ran out to the plane and jerked off on the well, deck. I don't know. Like I highly, there, I bet there was like an there was like an a- amoral admiral who would be like, yeah, we need uh we need just like we need all the bombers now. Like, <laughs> I, I saw so many Japanese ships. Yeah, what's that like uh Twilight Zone episode where they look out and there's like a. Uh, uh, yeah, that's John Lithgow. Yeah, on a on, a, the, on the wing. Twilight episode. Yeah, that's a movie. So it's that, but yeah. It, yeah, it's that, but it's a guy. It's a guy on the the side of a bomber jerking, <laughs> jerking off, off <laughs> like the girl painted on the plane. And there's no way where the, those weren't like commissioned. That wasn't your job in the military to be like the sexy lady painter. It was just <laughs> like it was just like some guy that's like, hey, I could do it. He was like, yeah, the, that's there was a like, contractor there was a guy who was for like sure. Terry Richardson of the no, military. I, yeah. <laughs> he was just the best at drawing sexy girls at planes. With yeah. The military used to have very specified. Like I was like listening to some artist the other day, like talk about some famous artist who his job was like literally to take pictures during war, but like as an artist, not huh. like a, not a journalist. That's interesting. He, he was in the army. That was his position. In That's the army, tight. Was to yeah. take like, you know, landscape photos. Let's do that. Let's enlist and try to do a podcasting. A, yeah, army podcast. Podcasting. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. Everyone, everyone's job in the army is now is just like. I'm. I am the munition munitions kinesis expert specialist. It means I am the first to get hit by an IED <laughs> in the event of that attack. I'm the. I'm the liaison style officer in between the military and the Call of Duty franchise. <laughs> there's just no one doing oh, any art. You can work like at one point at least you could be in the military working on that game. What was the, America's Army or America's Army? I don't know why they had to work so hard on that game because it was literally just a reskin of Operation Flashpoint. That's why the game was good. Yeah. Operation Flashpoint was like maybe like one of the key reasons why I was not a participant in the sexual world. In high school, <laughs> it was a super. It was a hyper realistic yeah. military simulator where, like, if you got shot once, you just died. Yeah. So you just be in these games for like three hours with your friends, and you'd be like, north north three seventeen degrees. Uh, we have op four. Uh, we I re- attempting a pincer movement around enemy op four, <laughs> and it's just like nothing would happen during the three hours. But like, we really liked it. For your some wife reason. divorces you. Yeah. <laughs> are, are there like video games, like military video games, that like? Where, where, like, you get PTSD and shit? I have no, w- well, the game, it sort of sucks now because, like, games used to be, like, just, fl- like, they self-admittedly stupid for the right. most part. Like, they weren't self-serious. Like, Call of Duty, ridiculous games. Battlefield, ridiculous games. Yeah. Like, I was a huge Battlefield player. And, like, something happened in, like, 2014 or 15 where, like, video game makers were like, no, we're artists too. <laughs> and like, I like, like, I think you right. can do that in single player games, but like for multiplayer games where you literally like 
you win you win like war dollars for being badass at the game right so you can buy cool new guns it's like yeah. you can't like they just became self-serious and yeah like at the new the when they rebooted the battlefield franchise there's a mandatory single player mission where you just die in world war one a lot and i'm like I remember when, like, I know the year you're talking about now because yeah. there was like, for some reason, it was like 2015 or or 14, maybe. Every game had like some weird dream sequence where White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane would play. Yeah, yeah. and you're like high, and you're having like PTSD, and it's like a whole level where you right. have to, like wander around and find a letter. Well, what like, I mean, that? like, I mean, I, I, yeah, I yeah. mean, like, I'm okay with like, I'm okay with like serious stuff in like single like. Metal Gear Solid's like, but it's also like less self-serious than this shit because for like Call of Duty to be like war, war is like the bastard's buffet. (laughs) Man's cruelty meets the greatest honor and heroics of the rifle of the battlefield. Joseph Conrad. (laughs) But But it's like... It sucks because it's like the idiots who made Call of Duty trying to be serious. Yeah. Right. It's like those do- like they spent like literally every game like the first Call of Duty's had some serious stuff but they were like even still like when they were just about World War 1 and mostly single player they were still like much took themselves much less self- much less seriously and then when they became like the COD that everyone knows on Xbox with multiplayer where you just hear every racial slur. What was that? <laughs> yeah. It was just ridiculous and then like in about 2012 I think it's because of the Dark Knight. They were just like, yeah, uh, yeah. there's an evil that lurks inside men's hearts, and it, the flower that it blooms out of is called the rifle, and it <laughs> comes death into the pussy of war. And you're like, what? What the fuck yeah. am I playing? What was that mission where you had to? You were embedded with the terrorist group, and you had to shoot. No up Russia. The, you had to shoot up the airport. Yeah, no Russia. Yeah. Yeah. I think I that was the switch. After yeah. Trump was elected, I thought it'd be funny to be like. I'm the liberal Twitch streamer, and you just play that over. That's <laughs> the only thing you play for like nine hour stretches. <laughs> You're like, take that, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> You're just gunning down Russians in an airport. Thank, yeah, thank you for the bits, Tom Steyer. I mean, circling way back, but America's Army. That was, I mean, for people who don't know, that was a game made by the U.S. military. As yeah, a recruit, yeah, yeah. oh, for tool. what what console was this? It, it was, was on PC, PC. Oh, it was but it was PC like game. a okay. Call of Duty Battlefield style mm-hmm. game that people played. I mean, it was like a fun game. Yeah, yeah. It but was it was a recruitment real- tool. It was super realistic. It was Operation Flashpoint. It was like yeah. yeah, one hit to kill. The thing me and my friends didn't like about it was like there was no way to play as the Taliban really. <laughs> like you were army or op four, which is what they call the Taliban. But whatever side you were playing on was the army. And so every yeah. time uh, you wouldn't shoot an army soldier in it, obviously, like everyone would be every time your enemy would be skinned as the Taliban. Yeah. Whereas in Counter-Strike, you just get to play as a terrorist. They should they should have the balls to just make a full Taliban game where the U.S. That was military definitely, like, is the wasn't enemy. that like a an outrage, like sort of like post 9-11 is people doing like shitty flash games yeah yeah no, oh, yeah that, that, that was, like, bin Laden. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you would go to addictinggames.com and it's like uh the rape bin laden game yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to be george bush fucking bin laden yeah <laughs> i remember my dad had a my dad had a game on his mac called barney carnage where you get to shoot barney oh, with a bazooka awesome. that's the, i've been thinking about that so much just like the people, like the people in the nut, there was like, they feel they felt like I think it was like after Cobain died, people were like, "Well, there's no more transgressive stuff." Yeah, like, I got right. it. 
We have to. Dude, I want to fucking kill Barney. He's a <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Barney's fucking gay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> After Cobain died, we had to find. We had to find the, the the realness he brought somewhere else. I thought by it was making so songs cool. about how Barney's a, a gay guy who we have to kill. I mean, at the, when I was seven years old, I loved it because I used to watch Barney, and it was my way of expressing like I do not watch that baby show anymore. <laughs> but like, yeah. I don't know why my dad and his friends had to. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Like 40. <laughs> or, or why did your dad maybe, have that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, that thing that my kids watch. What if I shot him with an AK-47 <laughs> and he got bloody? Right. <laughs> your dad was, was 10 years old. <laughs> my 10-year-old father. <laughs> only, time, <laughs> only time I've ever seen him interact with a game. Did you guys like the, ever play Leisure Suit Larry? Oh, we've talked uh, about it. We've yeah. talked about Leisure Suit Larry. I've never, I had never, I never actually, actually played it. Where you just like, you just like yeah. walk around and go, Auga. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a pickup artist game. Yeah, Speaking I really wanted to. Pod, a guy kept on doing the. Auga yeah, somebody saying Auga last night. Yeah, who, who the? Oh no! Yeah. Leisure Suit Larry is a yeah. Kennedy Center genre. Yeah, he made a who, lot of money from those games. Guys, who was I? Auga guy. Twitter, do your thing. Yeah, <laughs> get this guy fired. There was some guy that kept yelling Auga at the Kennedy Center. I don't know who he was. We're getting him fired. We're there getting some... him doxxed yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, what I we've talked about extreme beach volleyball, dead oh, or alive. Yeah. Extreme that beach. was the fun. I remember, that was like, so, I remember like, like going boobs go, taking, would bounce, taking like a ninety-minute yeah. train ride to my friend's house and being excited to play DOA beach volleyball. And it was like, yeah, I had access to a computer. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, uh, yeah. I've been I've been replaying Final Fantasy games, and I keep every time I search for like a specific, I'm trying to get out of a place where I'm stuck. But like the top results will always be guys complaining about like they they lowered her bust size in the remake. Princess <laughs> 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 Renoa. <Yeah. laughs> like her necklace changed, which means her boobs are probably smaller. Yeah, imagine cowards. <laughs> Like playing playing DOA Extreme Beach Volleyball at like such a formative time in your life where it just sort of like has molded your brain. And then like every time you have sex, you're just like, oh, man, the motion graphics on these tits. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Technology. Whoa, this days. rocks. <laughs> I mean, that's basically like, I, you know, I love why I've I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love watching boobs move. <laughs> Yeah, it's all, it all goes back to Dreamcast. Yeah, for what you. can I what can I say? I love college. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, yeah, this is this is awesome. You know, <laughs> there's four guys sitting in a hotel room, you know, talking about uh, boobs, boob video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the this life. Is, Let's yeah. I can't wait till they make a documentary about us. Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the original the original pussy hounds of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> we put on Reservoir Dogs. We all just continue vaping. Yeah. <laughs> just, va just vaping, and then like we all we also just like watch videos of DOA beach volleyball, on <laughs> yeah, was, like picture in picture with Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Everyone's just so fucking cool. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll get some like weird reply to a tweet from some guy. Like the other day, I got one that was like. Yeah, guys with l podcasts love making fun of regular people. And I was just like, what the fuck do you think being a podcaster is like? Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. in You're your just head? You're a hyper-regular person. <laughs> what me, do you yeah. think we do? <laughs> it's actually more lame. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, way is, more lame. I'm, you don't have to sit down in a hotel room and like 
be inside in the middle of the day recording this. Right, right. I yeah. love I love No, it's like a so, beautiful day out. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful day, day out and we're like, yo, I remember jacking off 15 years ago. <laughs> yo, it's so. Like we're in the city for one more day. No, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we could be we could be exploring any so many landmarks. You yeah. also have yeah. your entire family, which is like yeah, you're 3, right. miles away street. usually. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and you're we're doing this jerking off. And I don't know if the podcasts have anything to do with this, but maybe it's just us. But it yeah, I mean, be. like we're me and Andy and Felix were like, I mean, there's all these museums we haven't been to, all this stuff, and Felix is like. What, how about we buy a PS4 and just play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to play the new Call of Duty. Look, I've seen all these museums. Go buy a PS4. Degrees, it's 80 degrees out. I just want to play the new Call of Duty. Really bad. Exactly. It's what I'd 80, be- you're saying 80 degrees. Like, like that's like a problem. Yeah. yeah it's a huge like, problem. It's, it's fucking 80 degrees. No, that's awful. That's dog shit. <laughs> you expect me to walk outside? No, right absolutely now? not. I think it's 90 degrees. Really? Holy shit. What's 85 or oh, 87. Really? 87 degrees. Yeah. No, mm. fuck that, dude. Yeah. It's kind of hot out. Yeah, we're going to have to buy a PS4. Games. Yeah. We're going to have to do it, boys. I'm going to go see a movie. Um, <laughs> just any movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we've. I guess we did it. We did. We, the we did it, baby. We'll we'll have the the live podcast on Patreon this week. So if you're not a yeah. patron, I that's a good one to sign up for because I think it was a really funny one. No, that was a good. Yeah, yeah. witness it's us. A, it's a good app. Just it's maybe embarrassing it's, the Kennedy Center. This name. is a, this is a good episode. Live episode, better. I would say. I'd like to think though that JFK, if he was looking down, he would be enjoying it. He was a horny man. Yeah, he would have yeah. loved it. Yeah, he was a perv. Um. Oh, plugs. I will say. Uh, Sunday, October thirteenth, San Francisco. I'm gonna be at Cobb's Comedy Club. Please come to that. And if you're in LA, like, I usually do my show that day, but um, I won't be in town. Jack Knight will be guest hosting. Um, do you have any plugs? Um. Andy? Just check my calendar. I got a bunch of club club dates coming up. Yeah. Um, I'll be opening for Christelle Alonzo a couple days in October, but all the dates are on my calendar. You're going to be making um, nightclub appearances. Yeah. Be, uh, bottle service. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be showing yeah. up at uh, Safari on the Potom- Potomac <laughs> for um, Mahogany Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to plug. Oh well, thanks for coming out. Everybody came yeah. to the show last night. Thank you for coming. It was yeah, a it was great. Really I fun. was afraid that there was gonna be like a bunch of randoms that don't Just listen like to the Kennedy podcast. Center it was so members. Fun. Yeah, it was Every, really it was fun. A packed house of yeah. listeners. And also, I'll plug Jamel Johnson. Yeah, he's uh, can't be with us today, but yeah. shout out to pod. Jamel. He's live in LA all the time. General big shout. I like want to give a overall plug to Jamel. Just follow Jamel. Yeah. Follow Jamel. Broccoli House. Yeah. Also, he's single. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck Ve- Jamel. I want him. I want. Yeah. I want uh, I sex Jamel to Jamel. get a sexy girlfriend. <laughs> That's such a funny thing to like. That's what I want like, for my birthday. Damn. Like, I really hope my friend gets a sexy girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> what are friends for? Yeah. I, no, I, that I could would be want cool. that for him. A make yeah. a wish. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. a sick kid watching his friend go on dates. I mean, yeah, dude, I gotta get a sexy girlfriend, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm rooting for him. The the only yeah. the last thing I heard about his dating experience is some girl was like, "I'm watching South Park right now," and he was like, "Oh, great! Oh have yeah, fun. that that was a bot. He did find out. It oh, was okay, a bot. it was a bot. Yeah. No, but Jamel had Jamel. You know, he, he he by by the end of the Northwest tour, 
A Tinder girl drove him to the airport after he lost okay, his phone. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just think Jamel, Jamel has great boyfriend potential. Yeah. I yeah. think he'd be an incredible boyfriend. Do you think I would be a good boyfriend? No. Sorry, You brother. don't think I'd be a good boyfriend now? No. Why not? I don't know. What? Wh- why are you... Compa- t- compared to Jamel? You're s- so you're cock-blocking me on our, our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're trying to girlfriend block. It's all good. Hey, anyway, thanks. Yeah, come at San Francisco, October 13th. <laughs> 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 thanks, guys. Bye.